to think of a gold rush, a, a, a digital gold rush. And this is the new digital gold rush, the clubhouse uh, phenomenon. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Larry Roberts here with another awesome episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Today's guest, man, he blows me away with his take on how to attract clients. So it's a little bit different. His name is Johnny Cooper, and he hates marketing. How do we have a successful business and hate marketing? I don't know, but we're going to find out right now. Johnny, welcome to the Readily Random Podcast. Larry, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. How marvelous. <laughs> well, for one, I want to say right out of the gate, thank you for your patience this morning. We've been struggling with some audio difficulties for some reason. It's weird. It's like my voice is really, really loud. I've never, ever heard that before in my life. <laughs> well, you're absolutely fine. I'm, I'm, it's good that you're inside my head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit deeper than we intended. But hey, man, that's how it goes. So, Johnny, tell us, Bill, why do you hate marketing? Well, you know, it's partly a cliche, uh, partly a kind of headline. Um, it's also quite accidental. I was on a podcast some years back with a Canadian pal of mine, and I, my business at the time was called The Success Party, and I got thesuccessparty.com. I thought, this is great. This Everyone's going to love this. Everyone wants to be successful, right? People like a party, but nobody agreed. It was a flop. <laughs> and uh, I was on a podcast with a Canadian host, we were talking about rubbish marketing ideas. And uh, I, I came up with a couple of things and he came up with some examples. And he just said to me, you don't really like marketing, do you, Johnny? I said, oh, not really, not like that. And he, he actually said the word, spoiler alert, Johnny hates marketing. And I just went, do you know what? That's a much better brand name than the thesuccessparty.com. Within six weeks, I've actually changed everything over. Uh, the, the reason I, I loved it straight away and I got it straight away is that the people I, I serve, my tribe, if you like, yeah, who are co coaches and therapists and consultants, they all hate marketing too. They don't actually want to do marketing. They just want the results from marketing. They want a steady line of clients, you know, lining up around the block to, to work with them without having to do any of that clunky stuff, you know, the funnels, the social media, the blah, 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 mm. blah. So when, when, I, when I set up and went out into the world, rebranding my Facebook group as Johnny Hates Marketing, people were joining going, what a great name. And do you know what? I hate marketing too. So people just joined like crazy. And then, you know, my whole tribe kind of grew exponentially from there and to the point where I got like 5,200 members in the Facebook group now. And these people are all coaches and therapists. So it's a kind of, Seems to be an ideal, you know, little greenhouse for me to nurture relationships with these people. No, it's tremendous to be able to find that niche per se, or as you keep saying, your tribe. It's it's mm. interesting because I know so many people struggle with marketing. And do you think they struggle with it? Because really they kind of hate it. Marketing is is it can be very intimidating. It can almost feel like you're putting yourself out there in a disingenuous way. Well, yeah, and, and where that comes from, the di di disingenuousness, if that's the word. Yeah, it's a word. It's a word <laughs> today. You know? It is now. Yeah. I was going to say disingenuousity, but that's probably not a word. I that's a new um, book. Yeah, we're, we're, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a subtitle, but yeah. it, we're, let, let's work on it. Yeah, well, where that feeling comes from, and I think uh, where people struggle it's actually a before marketing piece. It has very little to do with marketing. And these are what I call my three pillars. And the, the three pillars that you need to get in place before you start marketing are, number one, what it is you're actually doing. You know, get, 
clear on the big transformational benefit you bring to the world. I don't mean, you know, saying I'm a hypnotherapist or I'm a coach or I'm an NLP practitioner because nobody wakes up in the morning saying, you know, I, I must get me some NLP today. You know, it's not, <laughs> not what people actually want, is it? Um, so that's a daft thing. If, that, if that's your what, then you've got all your work ahead of you. Um, second pillar is who it's for, because if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you'll appeal to no one, you know, an old marketing cliche, but truer than ever these days. Decide who it is that you're going after, who belongs in your tribe, and more importantly, who doesn't, because there'll always be exponentially more people who are not your ideal clients than who are. So repelling all the rest of the world who isn't your ideal client, making it quite clear they're not welcome, uh, is a before marketing piece. Um, thirdly then, you know, how you deliver what you deliver. So if we've done the what and the who, the third is the how. And for coaches and therapists, this means getting away from selling the time by the hour, you know, one-on-one -on -one as their staple diet, if you like, and start to leverage their time, build programs, build products, build workshops, that kind of stuff. So with those three things in place, you can then turn to marketing because you've got something to market you've got to clear someone to market it to. And finally, you've got an offer that you can make once they're in your tribe and, and they're looking at you and you're looking at them. So the, 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 the long answer to your short question, Larry, is that, you know, that's why people struggle with marketing, why they hate it, because they're marketing too soon before they've got those fundamentals in place. I think that's extremely interesting because I see that almost daily especially in podcasting and people wanting to monetize oh, yeah. their podcast. How do I monetize my podcast? How do I monetize I can, my I can, podcast? I can, I can only imagine. The, the podcast, as, as you've um, clearly identified now with all your experience, is simply a tool. It's a platform, isn't it? Podcasting as such is neither good nor bad. It's just a platform. And unless you've got something viable to bring to, your podcast, then you're going to fail just like if you set up a Facebook group without a clear view of, of who you wanted in it and, and why it was there, you know? And it's funny that you say that because I have been on a rant as of late about, uh, especially when it comes to Clubhouse, I'm sure you're all uh, up, up to speed on the, the, the latest and greatest thing that is Clubhouse. And I've been on stage today. Uh, well, congratulations. Uh, I have not been on stage today, but I will before the day's out, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, my, my point there is, you know, they just recently opened up clubs to everyone yeah. and just like Facebook groups, I specifically, I don't have a club and I didn't even apply for a club. Although I qualified, I did not apply for a club prior to them opening it up to the public. The, well, as, as public as the beta still is, but I did it intentionally because so many Facebook groups are founded and then they're supported poorly hmm. they it's just another group that's out there and i'm wondering the same if we're going to see the same thing happen on clubhouse it's the, oh, it's the same scenario undoubtedly yeah yeah it's, it's just going to be diluted your rooms are going to become less and less valuable and you're going to have all of these want to be tribes which i hey they're all started with good intentions right but it's the follow-through that so many people struggle with why is that? Why do we? Why do we have such a hard time with the follow through? This is this is just the the essence of, of human civilization. Our society is organised. Uh, everybody can't be at the top. Everybody can't be famous. I mean, there is a there's a line in the middle that's called average, and half the world's above average, half the world's below. 
um, 80-20 applies, doesn't it? And then within 80-20, there's another 80-20 until, you know, you, you drill right down to that top 0.1% who are really crushing it. I, I, I think a good analogy is, uh, you know, to think of a gold rush, a, a, a digital gold rush, and this is the new digital gold rush, the clubhouse uh, phenomenon. And, uh, you know, if, if you take that back to a gold rush in the Wild West, what used to happen was that there'd be thousands of, you know, hopeful cowboys up to the wasting water, um, sieving, you know, the, the rocks and pebbles, hoping to find some gold. How many people actually found gold? You know, this is back, what, in the 1780s or something. There was a tiny handful of people actually struck gold and, and the rest were just up to their waist in dirty water, you know. And, and it's going to be like that on any social media platform. You can't expect everybody to be crushing it. Otherwise, there would be no definition of crushing it. That would just be the normal, wouldn't it? So it's it, it's not it's not unexpected, is it really? No, it's definitely not unexpected. But at the same time, are there opportunities there? Because keeping with the gold rush analogy, although many, many cowboys didn't strike gold, uh, many uh, small-time general store managers did. Yeah. Now, they, they didn't find the actual golden nuggets, but they found golden opportunities yes. because of the gold rush. Yes. How can we change our thinking to be able to recognize and look for those golden opportunities? Well, I, th I could start being open for business. And one uh, <laughs> of one of my hobby horses is people who go on social media and kind of lock down profiles, you know, and become private I wanted to follow somebody the other day on Twitter and they had a private profile. I thought, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered DMing them and saying, hey, would you be good enough to let me into your world? You know, nonsense, isn't it? Nonsense. So open the shop, pull the blinds up, fling the doors open and say, hey, guys, you know, put your put your little board on the pavement outside. <laughs> this is who I am. Uh, you can find me here. Make it easy for people to engage with you. You know, we, we, we have the capability, we're talking clubhouse, of, you know, quite a lengthy bio. So put stuff in your bio that's going to attract people, you know, the top three lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, same in a, in a Facebook group. You know, there's no point in just calling your group, you know, soul-centered heart entrepreneurs alliance or some. <laughs> You know, crazy <laughs> shit that you just made up, basically. Am I allowed to swear in this podcast? Uh, you can now. A little bit. <laughs> now, we've got, now we've suddenly gone into, into 15 plus. Um, some crazy stuff they just made up. You know, talk about what, what it's for in the name of it and address your audience. I mean, my, my Facebook group, as an example, we've kind of optimized the name using all the characters. It's called Johnny X Marketing, so it's the catchy name. And then it goes... Then it goes organic client attraction for coaches and therapists. So within that title, within those, what, nine words, we've said, here's the catchy name, here's who it's for, and here's what you'll get when you join it. So we're spoon feeding, aren't we, the desire, if you like, the, the reason why somebody would want to join the blooming thing. And, you know, if you can't benchmark your group against, you know, a name like that, then you're already on the back foot. You're already making it hard for people to decide whether to be part of your world or not. So again, long answer to a short question, just be clear on what people will get when they engage with you. What's the benefit of, of, of working with you? And uh, you, you'll, you'll start to become a client attraction magnet if you, if, if you do that. But any lack of clarity, 
you know what it's like. I mean, an old sales cliche, um, a confused mind never buys. So if people look, if people look at what you're proposing, either, you know, your Instagram profile, LinkedIn, Facebook, or, or worse, selling it on a landing page, if they look at that and they go, what's this about? Then they're not going to take any further action. They're just going to close it down and go somewhere else. Yeah, they? we don't have time for it anymore, especially in today's... We just don't know. Yeah, it's, we're not going to play with it. So yeah. even if you have a clear message, even if you have the name, even if you have the group, even if you have clarity in your message, you know, you were talking earlier about products and, and how to deliver those products. Yeah. How do we get clear on that? As the floundering entrepreneur... I think I read uh, on your website, you were saying that the vast majority of entrepreneurs only make about uh, $30,000 a year in yeah. coaching and in, in, in consulting Correct. and that sort of thing. Man, how, how do we get past that hump? And, you know, I'm, I'm, this is kind of good for O'Laire since I just stepped out this year. You know, uh, January 5th, I became a full-time content creator. Oh, now, well done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I, I'm, I'm being a little selfish here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, it, it starts with these pillars, doesn't it? It starts with defining what it is you bring into the world. And if I'm addressing you personally, I'm going to say, why would we have to invent Larry Roberts if he didn't exist? Then you can start to think about a real USP. What is the big, important, expensive problem that you solve for people doing what you do? And once you've defined that, you can then take that to the next stage and say, well, Okay, so what kind of people would benefit the most from that, from me doing that for them? Better question still, who are the wealthiest kind of people who'd benefit from me doing that for them? And then you decide the community that you're going to build. You decide who your dream clients are, your ideal client avatars, whatever you want to call them. And then around social media, in other people's groups, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, using the search facilities, you spot people who look like your next ideal client. You invite them into your community. So the, the simple organic funnel is this clear, this clarity on who your ideal client is. Then decide where they hang out. Then go where they hang out and invite them into your community. You know, you can only go so far uh, as a cuckoo in a nest, you know, with somebody else's community. You need to build your own community. My favorite ABC acronym here for you could be, you know, audience before content. So decide who your audience is and corral them together. So they're standing in front of your stage and you're on the stage talking to them and addressing them and engaging them, you see. And uh, this doesn't take long and it doesn't have to involve very many people. If you have a Facebook group with 50 people in, so long as they're all your ideal client and they all get that, that you're the person who can help them, Think about standing on a stage in a, in a room in a hotel with 50 people in there. You know, you, you'd make some impact, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd be able to sell something to some of them, probably. So we're not talking about a slow burn here. We're not talking about the need for a massive audience, but you need a, a, a kernel with a K of, of some people uh, who all look like each other and they all look like your ideal clients so you can address them. And then your content makes sense to each of them, but makes sense to all of them. And uh, that, that's how you get momentum. Is that what leads us to uh, getting into the uh, the organic social media traction? Because that's something yes. that you specialize in as well. You know, we hear, I hear it every day that, that organic social media attention is something of the past. It just, it, well, it, what, what, what I just described to you is the essence of organic 
client attraction. Um, organic, uh, you know, synonyms for organic are words like natural, aren't they? And, uh, and, and fundamental and that kind of thing. So in other words, it, it doesn't involve paid traffic. That's all organic is. It just means that you're not paying to get people into your world. You're paying with your time and attention, you could say. And that, that, that's the essence of organic. You know, there's no, um, that, that there's nothing separate really that, that suddenly says, right, I'm going to go organic today. Well, if you've identified who your ideal client is and where they hang out and you've started to invite people who look like that into your community, you're already an organic marketer. That's what that is. So you're actually, what you're advocating is people actually reaching out not just posting fancy memes sure. or, or, or insightful uh, quips here and there, but they're actually finding yeah. people. They're going to them. They're sending right. them messages. Hey, so-and-so, uh, you look like you'd be a great fit, and this is why. Uh, hmm. I wanted to take this opportunity to invite you to my group because of this. Yeah. Uh, would you mind taking a look or checking it out or something along those lines? Exactly, because you've got to get started. And I think the, the, the organic concept you were alluding to earlier is about organic reach. You know, in other words, the great privilege uh, that the platforms pay you, once they know who your ideal client is, they'll show you some more people like that and they'll show you to more people like that as well. That doesn't happen immediately. You've got to educate the algorithm. You know, you've got to inform the platform. These are my people. These are who I want to go after. Because when you post something, um, it will be of interest to the people you're posting it in front of. So they'll engage with it. Engagement breeds reach. More reach breeds more engagement. It's a virtuous circle, you see. So the, the organic reach is a, 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 as a result of uh, the algorithm looking at your stuff and deciding it's of interest to the people in the community. But you've got to give it a hand. You've got to start somewhere. You've got to meet it halfway, you know. And uh, reach builds with engagement and, and vice versa. So do you see Clubhouse contributing to that? Yeah. In a positive way? Uh, yeah. You know, as, as I said earlier, you know, it, social media platforms are, are, are neutral. They're kind of, you know, agnostic. They're just platforms. There'll always be people on them who are completely wasting their time by doing it spectacularly badly. Uh, and they'll be the other end of the scale as well. So Clubhouse is definitely useful if you, if you work it in the right way and, you know, there are already people out there publishing ebooks and indeed Amazon books, you know, how to make a living on Clubhouse, you know, how to get your first 10,000 followers. So, you know, clearly there's best practice. And the, the fact is that, you know, the way the world works, some people cut onto best practice quicker than others, don't they? Some people never get it and will just flounder in the wilderness. So that's not a fault of Clubhouse or a, indeed a feature of Clubhouse. It's just, the way the world works some people never get it do they so how do how do you get it though i mean i think that's what we what so many people struggle with is how do i get it because they're so different i mean clubhouse is hmm. totally different than any other social offering that we've seen to date yeah and you know as i say all the time the reason for that is because we use one thing and it's the one thing that we use every day yeah our voice Right. So, and and what lovely voices we both have, Larry, don't we? Well, when they're not blowing your eardrums out, they sound pretty very, good. <laughs> very, very hypnotic. Well, I mean, look, I'm I'm not an expert on Clubhouse. I mean, I, I have a minor following on it, only two or three hundred people at the moment. I've not been doing it for long, but what I've observed is the people who are building followings quickly. If you think that's important and something you want to do, um, they actually get on stage with already powerful influencers. So. 
people with big followings hang out with with other people uh, of big followings. And if you can persuade one or more of those to allow you to co-moderate a room with them, then all their followers will see you and they'll start to follow you as well. So there's nothing new there conceptually in that. Clearly there's new tactics, you know, that are specific to Clubhouse. But conceptually, it's always been a great idea to hang out where your ideal clients hang out. And if that means um, JVing or, or, you know, um, getting together with someone who's already got your audience, then that's a, a good idea on any platform, isn't it? Most definitely, most definitely. Let's take a step back for a minute. And let's learn a little something about Johnny. So you're an avid race car driver. You're an author. I mean, what is it that Johnny does in his spare time that makes Johnny happy? Uh, Right now we're in lockdown, so it's about family. It's about (laughs) spending time time with my little boy. My little boy, Oscar, he's only five years old, bless him. He uh, he had a monkey outfit today uh, to school with a little monkey tail hanging out. I mean, it's, it's, why can't, how can you not take joy in that? It's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, when things start to ease, um, I'll be out and about playing music. Um, I'll play in local bands, uh, open mic nights, things like that. I play keyboards, played all my life. Uh, and, and you're right, motorsport is another one of my passions. Um, we, we do track days, but we also, you know, we have race cars as well that we compete with. So that, that stuff, you, it never gets old. You know, you never get bored doing that it's it's fun and it's exciting turning turning money into noise as we call it <laughs> and it'll do it quick because i used to yeah. be heavily involved in uh, i had a, a ford raptor that i ran off-road uh regularly we had oh, track yeah. days the whole, whole matter of fact we were right next to the actual flat top track over there and uh yeah it's Great. definitely it's it's just pouring money into it for <laughs> noise and, and and for fun but it's a it's a ton it of fun really that's for sure so but yeah. let me ask you this. Do you take any of your passions and how do you apply them to your business? Well, I uh, I show up in my business, in the Johnny X marketing business, playing music from time to time. Uh, if I've got something planned for this Sunday where I'll show up live on my big white grand piano that I've got in my lounge and play something for the tribe and talk about business at the same time. Um, I think it's important, isn't it, for any of us to establish our brand values, decide how we want people to feel when they find us. And for me, I want to be seen as a 3D human, somebody who's got a, you know, a life like, like all the rest of us have. Um, but equally someone who's built up some experience and knowledge and dare I say skills in the particular field so I can pass them on to others and that, and they can pay me in return. But I think it's important not to be uh, a vanilla or, or be kind of, you know, one trick pony. I, I like people to think that, you know, I've got a rounded life just, just like they have. And I've certainly got nothing to hide with anything that I do these days, shall we say as a caveat? <laughs> <laughs> these days. Yeah, I like exactly. that. I like so, that. No. I think if you can show up as, as somebody who's, who's fun and, and interesting and, and, and useful, I mean, perhaps those, those three things would be a good template, wouldn't they? You know, uh, to, a, a lot of people expect to get results when they're really not that interesting. And uh, if they're not fun at all, if they're dour and serious, no one's going to gel with that. And certainly if someone doesn't appear useful within the first few sentences that they speak or first few seconds of a video, then people are just going to click away. So 
fun, interesting, and useful layout. There's a new template for your listeners. <laughs> I, I love all of that. That's tremendous. You know, you said something there that really kind of struck a chord, though, in that you want to be seen as a 3D human. Yeah. And I wonder, because from a marketing perspective, too, I think we're seeing a shift where people are wanting to do business with people. Yeah. They're not so much caught up in the hype. They're not so much caught up in the advertising. They're not so much caught up in the 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 tweets that are that are put out just to for shock and awe value like Burger King has been doing as of late. They're they're kind of yeah. wearing that one a little bit thin. But at the same time, uh going back to what I was saying, they want to do business with people. How does that come into play with the way that you do things and your you just just my goodness, well, look, it's absolutely fundamental. And I'll, I'll take issue with something you said because I don't think it's a shift. I think it's always been that. It, it's certainly more more visible now with more people uh, working from home, looking to develop home-based businesses. Um, there is no way you can put a corporate veil around that and expect people to be attracted to it. You know, I saw a coach the other day, who, you know, to some extent, I think uh, she knows what, what she's doing. But but she she was showing up in the well, I won't use the actual words. It was the, 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 the agency limited. That's like LLC in the states, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 that was that was her brand, and that's how she felt. She wanted people to engage with her. But um, I, I was talking to her. I said, just just take that down, get rid of that. It's only your accountant needs to know the name of your LLC. Nobody else needs to know that. Um, other people want to see you. Why do you stream a video from your lounge sitting on the sofa stroking your dog or something, you know? And it, it, it's that mental shift. It's just, um, I, I think a couple of things, really. People don't realize that, that that's that's the reality of human communication. But also, I think if they're a little bit shy and introverted, perhaps, they might feel safer hiding behind some kind of brand or corporate veil or logo or something. Um, but it's just bonkers. Uh, d- j- just for reference, um, if any of your listeners have a logo as a profile pick, I'm I'm on a campaign at the moment to engage with everybody who has a logo as a profile pick because I want to help you. You're my ideal client. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. that is so funny that you say that because when you know I've been podcasting about five and a half, maybe six years, and when I first started, I did that all the time. Everything yeah. was the logo. Nothing was me. And mm-hmm. I don't know, well, I, I do to a degree know why. I wanted to promote the business for starters, but at the same time, I wanted to be back here. I wanted to kind of be behind yeah. the mic. I wanted to hide yeah. behind the logo and the brand because if for some reason it failed, guess what? The brand yeah. failed. I didn't well, you fail. Can, there is that. You can, you can also, then you can write as we then, can't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here, yeah. Here, here at the Organic Traffic Agency, we work with all our clients. Come on, we know we know there's only you there. <laughs> Is it you and your dog? <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs> Perhaps, yeah. So why are they your ideal client for you? Because they're doing that exact same thing, because they're hiding behind that brand and people want to see people. It goes right in line with what we're talking about. <clears throat> well, yeah, the, the, this idea of spotting people are a little behind the curve in a non-judgmental way. You know, I'm not looking at them going, you idiot, you know. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm doing is, what, I, what I'm, the, the thought process is this. And, and when people join my group, we ask questions every day. We have an engagement question first thing in the morning. 
uh, we'll ask them about revenue, about their opinions on marketing channels, on whether it's a good idea to do X or Y, you know, red pill, blue pill kind of thing. And subject to their answers in the comments, we can pick them out, we can highlight them and say, well, this person needs a little bit of help. And we'll simply send them a strategic direct message then to say, hey, you know, let's jump on a quick call, see if I can share some insights that might, you know, move the needle a bit for you, that kind of thing. And and, and that's how we progress the business. That's how the GHM business has grown. Purely from that, by spotting people who are a little bit behind the curve, maybe unknowingly, um, and in a position where we can we can help them, we can make a difference, you know. I, w- I want to point out what you just said because you gave something right there that is so valuable, so powerful. You gave an actual technique, an actual actionable item there that listeners can use right now today in their Facebook groups to leverage their audience and build their 100%, business. 100%. Do you want me to do it again? Do it again, please. All right. So... Engagement posts, questions that you're asking your tribe, very strategic questions, questions which represent thoughts, opinions, concerns, challenges, hopes and dreams that your actual ideal clients are having themselves. What we're doing is we're entering the conversation that's already going on in their heads. We're not making stuff up. We're speaking to them directly. And if you curated your community well, you'll be speaking to each of them at the same time as speaking to all of them. And they'll all be reading your stuff and going, huh, people say things like in the comments, like, I'm so glad I read this today. What a great question. I was just thinking about this myself this morning. And you think, bingo, we're on the mark. So that's the first, first part of it. Um, ask deep questions that they're already asking themselves, and then they'll answer them for you. Then they'll show by their answers in the comments thread uh, whether they're ahead of the curve, whether they're doing it well, in which case you go, great idea, brilliant. If they're not doing so well and they, they answer in a way that's kind of counterintuitive or counter to best practice in, in marketing terms, you can send them a little strategic DM that just says, hey, I saw your comment, feel your pain, let's jump on a quick call, see if I can share some insights, I might be able to help, I've got an idea for you, something like that. Let's have a quick virtual coffee, you know, and then just pop your scheduling link in the DM. Next thing you know, there's a, there's a ping in your inbox, they've booked an appointment with you. And you're in a conversation with somebody that you know you can help. That's fundamental to it. This is not about hard selling, Larry. This is about hard helping. You're in a conversation with somebody you can help. And you simply put a proposition to them and they go, huh, I need to be doing this. Let's do it. That's how sales are made. That's how businesses are made. That's how lives of freedom and abundance are made in our, in our profession. Man, that is so powerful. And I got to tell you, there aren't many people that come on the show that drop that level of applicable, actionable items in the podcast. This is, this is huge. This is folks take advantage of what you just heard here, because this is tremendous and it works. It's exactly, and, and it's applicable across platforms. It's not just, you don't just have to do that in your Facebook group. It's the exact same sure. thing. It works on clubhouse. It Instagram, works on Twitter. LinkedIn. It works on LinkedIn. It works everywhere that you want to take. You might have to tweak it a little bit. There's some hmm. minor changes that might need to be made to address specific platforms, but overall yeah. the concept is boom, spot on. Yeah, what, what we want to do is we want to spot someone who looks like our next ideal client 
and tell them so. That's kind of it, isn't it? And then invite them in a conversation with you. Um, th- th- this is caveman simple, you know, it's not complicated. It might appear difficult to some people. They might say, oh, I couldn't do that. But I tell you, it- it's simple. This is half a million dollars of direct revenue I- into my business in the last year or two and um, millions of dollars of business in uh, into uh, of revenue into the businesses of, of my clients who, who do this all the time, you know. Um, if, if you want more of this stuff, folks, I mean, you don't have to do much. Just join the Johnny X Marketing Facebook group and it's all in there. I'd love to help anyone who's uh, who's unsure about any of this stuff. I see what you did there. Thanks. I got you. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm Alan. Are you going to edit that out? What's that? that? You're going to edit that out. Is that, is that the snip? Is no, there the, is no snip whatsoever, by all means. Is. No, we're, we're, definitely, we're definitely here to talk about Johnny Hates Marketing and promote Johnny Hates Marketing and promote the techniques that Johnny Hates Marketing uses in place of traditional marketing. So I love exactly what you're doing here. Tell us about your book, Johnny, and we'll start to wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very simple book. It's called Johnny Hates Marketing, and uh, it contains 99 micro chapters, uh, each of which is simply a, a headline and then a, a, a one-minute read. And um, it's actually a collection of my daily brain tattoos, which is my kind of signature daily blog. I've been writing a daily brain tattoo every single day since March 2017. So I've written about 1,280 of them now consecutive day, daily blogs and um every now and again i pull out 100 of my favorites and pop them in a book we're just about to publish the second book in the summer it'll be called johnny hates selling see mm. what i did there mm. see what i did there keep the yeah. brain going yeah um so johnny hates marketing is, a, is available on, on all the amazon platforms right now it was a bestseller at its launch and i fully intend johnny hates selling to be a bestseller too for what it's worth but yeah, it, it, it's a good fun book. It's really easy to read. People use it as a kind of coffee table book. They just dip in and out, you know. No, I love that. And, and I love your approach on things. And I think you are going to speak to so many people that are out there because so many people feel the exact same way. Johnny hates selling is going to – I hate selling. I think everybody hates mm. selling. So it's going to be fun to see exactly what your take is on that as well. So, Johnny, where else can they find you on online? What's your uh, Give us your web address. Where can people find you on, on social media? All that fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, having landed accidentally on this Johnny Ace Marketing brand, I, I wear it like a jacket. So, johnnyacemarketing.com. There's no her in Johnny. It's johnnyacemarketing.com. Uh, so, johnnyacemarketing.com. Uh, but join the Facebook group, and that's where all the action is. That's where the engagement and fun is. It's just Johnny X Marketing the Facebook group uh, on Facebook. The Facebook search is is quite clear on that. If you start typing it in, there's no <laughs> Sheila hates marketing or yeah, Brian hates marketing just yet. Larry so. hates <clears throat> marketing. There's none of that out there. Right, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're with you. We're with you. Well, Johnny, thank you so very, very much. I appreciate your patience this morning. Again, we got off to a rough start, but I think we came through with some really good content in the end. So I really, right, really appreciate it. Thank you so very much been awesome fun. I'll see you soon. Take care.